Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. The bullish sentiment remains intact, as equities continue to move higher propelled by easing inflation pressures, strong economic data, interest rates approaching the end of the cycle, and positive corporate results. Nasdaq indexes gained 2% last week, the S&P 500 and European benchmarks all ended around 1% higher, with the German DAX hitting an all-time high. It was a busy week for monetary policy and earnings reports. On Wednesday, the Fed hiked rates by 25 basis points as expected, to a 5.25% to 5.5% range, a 22-year high, and signaled another rise in September. Chairman Powell said the economy still needs to slow down and the labor market to weaken, to allow inflation to drop to its 2% target. This was the Fed's 11th hike in the past 12 meetings. The hawkish tone responds to inflation remaining at elevated levels. The US GDP reading for Q2 showed that economic growth accelerated more than anticipated, 2.4% on an annualized basis despite the aggressive rise in interest rates. The ECB followed on Thursday with the expected 25 basis point increase, to 3.75% for its deposit rate, and 4.25% for the refinancing rate, the highest levels in 23 years. After nine consecutive months of rate hikes, the central bank avoided signaling another rise in September and left the door open for a pause in action. Lower inflation updates for July in Germany, 6.5%, and in France, 5%, provided support to that scenario. The Bank of Japan maintained its rate unchanged at minus 0.1% but made steps towards making its yield curve control mechanism more flexible, by increasing the yield at which it intervenes to buy 10-year government bonds from 0.5% to 1%, triggering a sell-off in bonds. The tweak in its policy was accompanied by an increase in inflation projections, to 2.5% this fiscal year. 10-year bonds fell, and yields hit a 9-year high of 0.56%. The two-year Japanese bond remains the only global bond with a negative yield left from the pandemic years. There were no significant moves in currency markets last week, besides a 1% drop in the euro to 1 spot 10.15. The yen gained half a percent to 141.15, but is still more than 7% weaker year to date. Back to equities. Mega-cap names Alphabet and Meta Platforms, the parents of Google and Facebook, beat revenues and earnings estimates while also meeting analysts' expectations for guidance, providing a positive outlook, which sent both stocks 10% higher on the week. Alphabet made $18 billion in quarterly profits, and shares hit a one-year high, while Meta pocketed almost $8 billion, and closed at the strongest level in 18 months. Meta shares rallied 170% in 2023 after dropping 64% last year. 
Microsoft also beat sales and profit estimates but missed guidance expectation as it forecasts lower sales in its Windows and Office-related software division. Shares ended marginally lower on the week but remain 40% higher this year. Other surprises include Spotify, which missed revenue estimates despite exceeding 550 million global users and lost $302 million during the quarter. Shares dropped 13%. Snap, the social app that competes with Meta's Instagram, beat results but missed on guidance as it expects lower sales next quarter. It lost $377 million as it cut more than 1,000 jobs in the past year. Shares fell 16% last week. In European markets, the notable single stock mover was British aerospace leader, Rolls-Royce, which saw shares rally 24% ahead of next week's earnings report. Rolls raised its full-year profit guidance by 44% and expects to outperform analysts' expectations following a long restructuring process. The German DAX index reached an all-time high with the help of blue-chip names like Adidas, which gained 45% this year, SAP, up 28%, BMW 33% and Infineon 38%. There were a few corporate deals worth highlighting. Biotech giant Biogen is acquiring Riata Pharmaceuticals for $6.5 billion in cash. U.S. Regional Bank, Bank of California, is merging with PacWest Bancorp in an all-stock deal worth $1.1 billion. French luxury giant Kering, Gucci's parent, bought 30% of Italian Valentino for 1.7 billion euros. Brazilian miner Vale sold 13% of its metals division for $3.4 billion to a Saudi Arabian joint venture. French aerospace company Thales bought cybersecurity Imperva from private equity Toma Bravo for $3.6 billion. In emerging markets, the highlight was the rally in Chinese equities after Beijing signaled it will provide more stimulus to reactivate a slowing economy. The Politburo committed to providing support to domestic consumption as well as helping a still weak property sector. Despite the lack of details, the announcement was enough to trigger a strong recovery in stocks and mainland and Hong Kong's indexes posted their best week since November, rallying 4.4% and cutting the loss for the year. On next week's calendar we get Australia's central bank decision on Tuesday, the Bank of England on Thursday, US non-farm payrolls on Friday. On the corporate earnings front, several mega-caps report, including Apple, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, Caterpillar, HSBC, Pfizer, InBev and Toyota among others. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.